This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. the sun, but purer and higher and greater will be our wonder, our transport when Jesus we see. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear His voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. In the name of God the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. grace and peace to you from God. Let us pray. God of the living, through baptism, we pass from the shadow of death to the light of the resurrection. Remain with us and give us hope that rejoicing in the gift of the Spirit who gives life to our mortal flesh, we will be clothed with the garment of immortality through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Let us confess our sins. Merciful God, we have seen what we have thought and said, in the wrong we have done, in the good we have not done. 
We have sinned in ignorance. We have sinned in weakness. We have sinned through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry. We repent and turn to you. Forgive us for, our, for Christ's sake and renew our lives for the glory of your name. Amen. Through the cross of Christ, God, have mercy on you, pardon you, and set you free. Know that you are forgiven and be at peace. God strengthen you in all goodness and keep you in life eternal. Amen. Be seated, please. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, or his ear dull, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he does not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies, your tongue mutters wickedness. For our transgressions are multiplied before you, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and we know our iniquities, transgressing and denying the Lord, and turning back from following our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart lying words. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 118, 19-29 Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray, give us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he made his light to shine upon us. Bind the festal sacrifice with cords up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, and I will extol you. I will give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the first letter of Peter. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him. Firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. King of endless glory. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him might have eternal life. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. It's been a little touchy today, isn't it? That's all right. We'll just do it a cappella if we have to. That's why it's trying to get to this gospel, I think. It just gets to my sermon. It knows it's going to be so good. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house. And Peter was following at a distance. 
And when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the, of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat down among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him as he sat at the, uh, in the light and looking closely at him, said, This man was with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And a little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. And after an interval of about an hour, still another insisted, saying, Certainly this man, uh, this man also was with him, for he, is too, he too is Galatian. Excuse me. He too is Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And Peter remembered the saying of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise the Lord, the word, the light. Okay, be seated, please. So I say good afternoon to you. The evening had absolutely run off the rails. It had started off so well. The camaraderie of being with his friends, the warmth of their fellowship, the joy of being with their master and hearing all that he had to say. It was all wonderful. One of those moments that just kind of freeze in your memory and make you happy just to think about them. But it started to slip when Jesus made that, that comment about one of them betraying him. That sent a ripple through the group. Men looked with suspicion on one another, wondering who would do such a thing. Oh, and then the argument about who was the greatest. So stupid. As usual, though, Jesus turned it into a teachable moment. The astonishing things that man said. The king of the Gentiles exercised lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors, but not so with you. He encouraged them to do everything upside down. Let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. For Peter, it really got awkward when Jesus leaned over with a troubled look on his face and said that Satan had demanded him, but Jesus had prayed for him. Peter was aghast. Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go with you both to prison and to death. But Jesus knew better. He said that Peter would three times deny that he even knew Jesus all before the rooster crowed. And if that weren't enough to completely wreck the evening, when they went to the Mount of Olives for Jesus to pray, the disciples fell asleep while they were waiting. They couldn't help it. They were just worn out after everything that had gone on, and they were still trying to process what Jesus had said was coming. But then it got worse. There were soldiers. Judas Iscariot had led them in, and the chaos that followed was unbelievable. The servant of the high priest got his ear cut off in the melee, but Jesus shut it down. He even healed the guy's ear. Didn't matter. They arrested him, dragged him to the high priest's house, and Peter couldn't help himself. He followed. He had to see what was going to happen. He had to do something, even if it was just to follow along and see it for himself. And he stood in the courtyard. As he stood in the courtyard, Peter could see uh, with the council inside. It didn't sound like it was going well at all. In fact, Jesus was barely talking. He just kind of stood there and took it. Peter had moved close to the fire to warm himself, but he wasn't really paying attention to what was going on around him. His attention was laser-focused on what was going on inside. He didn't notice the girl sitting next to him, studying his face intently. Until she blurted out, This man was also with him. Peter jumped. He turned to her, and for the first time, Peter took stock of where he was. He looked around at the crowd gathered in the courtyard and realized that these folks weren't all that friendly to his group of friends. He hoped to shut her down without even drawing further attention to himself. He looked at her and quietly said, Oh, no, ma'am, I don't know him. That seemed to satisfy her, so he returned to watching the events unfold inside. There was more arguing. Raised voices and accusations were being shouted across the room. Peter shivered. He wasn't sure whether it was from the cold or from a sense of foreboding. That pesky woman had moved on, but a young man had taken her spot and was looking at Peter. You're one of them too. Peter was a little irritated at this point. He needed, uh, he needed these people to quit interrupting his concentration. 
He was trying to hear what was going to happen to Jesus. Man, I am not, he said. The young man seemed to take that at face value and walked away. Although Peter noticed him a little later whispering with a group of men off in the corner of the courtyard. Still, his eyes were riveted on Jesus and the proceedings inside. Time passed. It was late, and late at night, or maybe even morning. Peter had lost track of time. He couldn't tell exactly what was happening, but it, it didn't seem good. There was a lot of yelling. The high priest had been carrying on for a while and was obviously agitated. And that's when it happened. From across the courtyard, the voice rang out. As soon as the man began speaking, Peter knew it was about him. He was standing and pointing at Peter. I'm telling you, this guy was with him. I heard him talking earlier, and he is definitely Gal uh, from Galilee. His accent gives him away. All eyes turned to Peter. He wasn't sure how to react, what to say. What if they realized he really was with Jesus? Would they arrest him too? He didn't know, and he didn't want to find out. He figured if he responded aggressively, maybe they would stop saying it. Man, I do not know what you are talking about. He spit each word out in turn, hoping this guy would just back down. The courtyard grew quiet, and Peter heard a rooster crowing in the distance. Peter just glared at the accuser for a moment and then turned to see what was going on inside. It was like Jesus knew what was happening outside, even though he was up to his neck with the council inside. Slowly he turned and made eye contact with Peter. His eyes were sad, accusing Peter remembered what he said about denying him three times before the rooster crowed. Tears welled up in Peter's eyes as he pushed through the crowd. He had to get out of that place. He couldn't face Jesus after what he had just done. He was so embarrassed, so lost. What does this mean? How often do you do the same thing? Fail to acknowledge your faith in public because you're scared of how people will react? Or join the crowd in mocking another believer because you don't want to be seen as different. You deny the one who died for your sins without even realizing you've done it. But when you can see it, the guilt can be overwhelming. It may be hard to even step into the church knowing what a hypocrite you have been. Can a wretch like me even be saved? The answer, my friends, is simple. Yes. And his after his resurrection, Jesus confronted Peter and his denial. He did it in the form of a question, asked three times, Do you love me? And Peter responded affirmatively every time. Then you've got work to do. Tend my flock, feed my sheep, and build them up. See, Jesus has already dealt with the denial. He took it to the cross along with the other sins you've committed, along with all the sins I've committed, and along with all the sins of the whole world. Do you love him? Then you had a lot of work to do. Share his good news. Tell others about it. Don't shrink from claiming your Lord and Savior in public. He has called you to return from your denial because he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love, and because he relents over disaster. Your salvation is done. You are a forgiven child of God because just as he said, it is finished. Amen. Can you imagine the look on his face when he turned and the rooster crowed and he turned and he saw Jesus' eyes glaring at him? Can you imagine his stomach just falling to the floor? <sighs> My brothers and sisters, reconciled to God by the mercy of Christ, we pray with confidence for the needs of the church and the world for the church, that we may continue to grow in our relationship with Christ and manifest God's unbounded love for the human fam family by our deeds of light. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For a greater realization of God's goodness, that we may recognize everything as a gift from God and open our hearts to accept the additional gifts that God has for us. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the gift of hope, that we may not despair as we encounter violence greed, and abuse, but, but by the Holy Spirit, courageously give witness to God's mercy and compassion. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. 
for freedom of spirit that we may surrender our desire to save ourselves and allow God to heal us and raise us to new life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For healing of the wounds of racism, that God will raise up all who have been wounded by racism and prejudice and inspire us with new ways to build a community of justice and cooperation. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are suffering, that God's unending love will bring health to the sick, food to the hungry, shelter to the homeless, and jobs to the unemployed. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For a renewed spirit of stewardship, that we may efficiently use the natural resources entrusted to us and work to share them with those who are in need. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For a just and equitable distribution of the coronavirus vaccines, that God will give insight to those distributing and administering the vaccines so that those who are most vulnerable may be vaccinated. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are ill, especially for Molly and Jim Phelan, Melinda Davis, and Adrian Michaels, that God will heal them in body, mind, and spirit, restore them so they can be a blessing to others and share fully in the life of the community. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died, that their souls be at peace in his internal embrace, and that those left behind will receive the blessing of our Father's presence to comfort them. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace, that God will inspire world leaders to take bold steps to end violence and promote justice through dialogue and understanding. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We bring you our personal intercessions in the silence of our thoughts. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Through Christ you make us a new creation, O God, for with him we pass from sin to the new life of grace. Accept our prayers in the warm embrace of your compassion and welcome all people to the festive banquet of your table where we may rejoice in your love and celebrate the inheritance you have given to us. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. We give thanks for all we have received, O God, gifts of love and time, money and abilities. Into these bowls and into this place we turn a portion of these gifts. Bless those who receive them just as we are blessed in the act of sharing them. Amen. Tim, can you take care of that for me?
different take on that song. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I, thought, I can never it's figure out where we are. Interesting. Wherever we are, however we can, may the gifts we offer in these days bring hope to those who hunger for justice, bring healing to the grieving, bring community to those so alone in these moments. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All rise, please. Here we go. May the God of uncertain times be with you. May we feel God's presence in every moment. Wherever you are, may you lift your hearts to God. God will fill the emptiness of our hearts and hopes. Even now, in days when alleluias have disappeared, sing thanksgiving to our God. We sing joy, life, and peace to our God. There, into the emptiness of creation, you planted the seeds of creation, God of that first moment, bringing forth the beauty of daffodils, sharing the warmth of the sun on all, teaching birds the songs to dispel winter. You set out, uh, you set out, you set out be why be way of creation. I don't know what that means, but you set out be you set out be way of creation. Always offered to those created in your image. But in our impatience, we dashed your dreams as we chased our death after death and its false promises. Over the ages, you sent those women and men to bring the words of healing. But we chose to listen to the siren songs of seduction every time. So then you sent your child to bring us from our pandemic of foolishness and to gather us home. With those who are rich in your mercy, with those who long to draw near to you, let us uh, let your redeemed sing. Let your redeemed sing your praises. Holy, 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 holy are you, steadfast love. Your, your praises are sung from every corner, corner of creation. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes to save everyone and everything. Hosanna in the highest. <laughs> Into the emptiness of a people whose hopes they had been disappointed. You came to them, God of wonder, bring them life by becoming, bringing them life by becoming human. As they lived in a time of oppression, Jesus came to offer them freedom. As they lived in great uncertainty, Jesus came to remind them of your presence. As they struggled to remain faithful, Jesus showed them the path of discipleship. As they wondered if anything lay beyond the death which awaited, Jesus went into the grave to break its power, your weakness becoming resurrection strength. As we remember his journey to the cross, as we celebrate Jesus being raised from the grave, we celebrate that mystery that by grace we are saved. Christ died, died the rock which broke sin's power. Christ, Christ was raised, death conquered by our Redeemer. Christ will return, desiring us more than anything in all creation. All right, you see. Now, into the emptiness of our uncertainty, take these gifts of bread and cup and pour out your spirit upon them and those gathered together, as well as those eating the meal alone. Though broken, your grace enables the bread to strengthen us to live through these days, to care for others as much as ourselves, to remember the forgotten by so many. Though simply a cup filled with liquid, your peace transforms it into the healing we can bring the broken, the justice we can bring the oppressed, the hope we can share with those who struggle. For on the night that he was betrayed, he himself took bread, giving you thanks. He broke. Uh, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. And giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, this, all of you, and drink of it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
and when by your grace we are gathered from north and south and from east and west, not by anything we have done, but by your love, we will join our sisters and brothers, the saints and sinners, the complainers and the committed, in singing our songs of thanksgiving to you, God and community, holy in one. Amen, amen and amen. amen. Let us rise and pray the way that Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, Brother, who, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Do not let us fall into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Graciously grant this humble church peace and unity if it is your will. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Let us offer each other a non-contact sign of peace. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. And you. Turn to each other and offer each other peace if you will. Peace be with you. And then be seated, please. As always, we celebrate communion in the way of Jesus Christ. All are welcome to share in this celebration. No one is excluded. We humbly thank our Lord Jesus Christ for the gift that we share today and pray it strengthens our bonds as Christians and as men and women for others. Amen.
Let us pray. Lord God, your gospel word supports us through both good times and bad. Forgive us for the times when our words deny you. Restore us so that the words we speak bless both you and the people entrusted to our care. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who gives, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. All right, be seated, please, for everybody's favorite part of the service, the announcements. The announcements. Everybody's favorite part of the service. Okay. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, complaints. You got one of those, you need one of these. There's an email address. Feedback at DallasVLC.com. So look, folks, we take these very seriously. Compliments we love. Um, concerns we love. Uh, suggestions we love. Even complaints we love because we'd like to take care of the problem. So if you've got one of those, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, feedback at DallasVLC.com. Pray at DallasVLC.com. Pray at DallasVLC.com. That's another email address for you. If you have any prayer requests, uh, feel free to email us at pray at DallasVLC.com. You know, you can make a difference. Uh, our church relies solely on the donations of its members and the tithing of its members and uh, other uh, generous supporters to keep our doors open. And we know it's a tough time right now. Believe me, we feel it too. Um, but if you can find it in your heart to help us in any way, keep our doors open. All of the, all, none of us here take us paycheck. This is all of all volunteer group. We are all here on our own accord. And um, the church funds have gotten rather low. And uh, in fact, we're getting to a critical stage where uh, we aren't able to buy some of our necessities. So if you can find it in your heart, I know it's a tough time. If you can find it in your heart to send a penny, a dime, a nickel, a quarter, or more if you can, please go to DallasVLC.com and click on Donate. DallasVLC.com and click on Donate. Now, there's our times when, you know, we don't have any money. And we just don't. We don't have any money. Well, you can always do what I do when I don't have any money. I volunteer. I volunteer right here at this church every week. Um, and you can do the same. Uh, simply go to DallasVLC.com and go to this time, click on uh, uh, Volunteer. And there you'll find a list of the positions we have available for volunteers. Um, if you don't like that list, if you think you've got something different or want something better or have suggestions, please feel free to come in and talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, it's a good way to get involved with the church. It's a good way to give back to the church and the community. And it's a good way to get to know the people around you and in your church and your fellow congregants. So that's DallasVLC.com and click on Volunteer. Hey, did you know we had a podcast? I thought I heard something. I can't believe it. We do have a podcast. It's true. We have a podcast. We are on our fourth season on our podcast. Folks, coming up is our fifth year anniversary, just to remind you. Five years coming up. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, fourth, it's our fourth season of our podcast, though, and uh, I'm very proud of it. If you haven't had a chance to listen to our podcast, please go listen to it. It's a lot different than being here in the service uh, at the church. It's different than watching us on YouTube or any of the other wonderful channels out there. You catch it differently. You just catch different things. At least I do. Um, plus, you can watch it. You could listen to it while you're, you know, riding the bus, riding the train, going to work, taking a shower, um, sleeping. You know, I don't, I don't know. At Whatever you, huh? At work. Oh well, no, no, no. We do, we do it work here because that's part of our work. Yeah. I know you get tired of it. I know. I know. All right, but you can check out our podcast. Simply go to your favorite search for engine and type in your path with Bishop Mark. Your path with Bishop Mark, or go to one of these lovely providers that offers our services every single week. That can be Anchor, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, <sighs> Castbox, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and TuneIn. Did I get all of them? I think I did. I got stumbled there. All right, there they are. All right, check out the podcast if you haven't done so. Even if you have, go check it out again. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Here we go.
Tim, what's the significance of that song? The maximum effectiveness? Or the, the minimum? That song is about 20 seconds long. I know it seems like a lot longer. <laughs> it does to me. I'm tired of it. Yes, I know. But it's, it's there for a reason. It's, it, it's 20 seconds long. When you, you must wash your hands, folks. I mean, I, 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 this is a kind of a, a, a mission I've taken up on myself. But look, I, I, I'm a strong believer that if, if, if we would just wash our hands more often and become more hygienically aware of, of what we are and who we are and what we're doing, this pandemic could have been nipped in the bud a long time ago. Um, please, when you walk the dog, wash your hands. You eat, wash your hands. Before you eat, after you eat, you wash your hands. When you go to the bathroom, wash your hands. When you get up in the morning, wash your hands. When you pick your nose, wash your hands. When you smoke a cigarette, wash your hands. Seriously, wash your hands and use sanitizer if it's available and do it for at least 20 seconds or you're just wasting your time and your money and your soap. 20 seconds minimum to get those hands clean. That is not sing the song. I got 20 every time I do it. Well, make sure you're doing 20 seconds. Though. You got 20 real quick. What do you think for 20 Right? You understand what I'm saying? You go, what, one, what was it? One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. I think we only do that in the south, though. I think they do that up north. Anyway, please, wash your hands, folks. I'm tired of this pandemic. I'm tired of people being sick. I'm tired of losing friends. I'm tired of losing family members. And I know that this world is as well. And whatever we can do, this is just such a little thing, just to wash your hands. You know, do your part. Please. Okay. There it is. Guess what's coming up? Holy Week. Holy Week is coming up. Now, what is Holy Week, Tim? Oh, Lord. I, uh... I knew I was going to get you on this one. <laughs> and apparently your name is Kim, according to the teleprompter, so I don't know. <laughs> you need to that. No. I, it, it's doing it on its own. Stone. Good answer. Holy Week is the week in which we celebrate the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we, he, from his entrance into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, his triumphant entrance as king, to his unselfish murder on the cross for our sins. It's a complete 180, if you ask me. So it starts with um, Palm Sunday, and it ends on, actually, it ends on Holy Saturday. Um, it ends at, at, you know, at the Easter vigil of, uh, of Easter. So on Easter Sunday, Monday morning, it is no longer Lent. It is now Easter. Um, and we celebrate uh, Palm Sunday, uh, Maundy Thursday, which is the Last Supper. We celebrate Good, Good Friday, which is the, uh, my favorite, my favorite uh, uh, church uh, day, and that's the uh, Good Friday is the death and the, the uh, trial and conviction and death of Jesus Christ. And then we wait in anticipation of, of uh, Easter on Sunday. So, what have we got going on that week? Let's talk about it. On March 28th, that's coming up, folks. What's the date today? The 14th. It's 14 days away, two weeks. We have Palm Sunday at 3 p.m. on our patio, weather permitting. Please do not come into the church. On Sunday, Palm, Palm Sunday, unless it's absolutely necessary in emergency or you need your restroom. Okay? We'll stay on the patio for the first part of the service. Okay? That's March 28th at 3 p.m. Palm Sunday. On March 31st, that same week, we have Maundy Thursday. That's at 6.30 p.m. here in the church. We're celebrating the Last Supper. Okay? Then on Good Friday, April the 2nd, Good Friday at 6.30 p.m., we will celebrate the Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. If, you, if you've never been to a Good Friday service with me or been to one like the one I, I do, you don't want to miss it. It's, it's moving. And it's, it's important that we remind ourselves exactly what happened that day. Completely in its entirety without, without um, edit, if you will. Okay. Well, that brings us up to what? Easter Sunday. That's the next, next little, holiday, little holiday we're waiting for. We toned it down a little bit this year. Normally, we do a little potluck or something here, and I had to tone it down even a little more, A, for finances, and B, because of the coronavirus. I don't want too much intermingling. You know, we're just trying to be as safe as we can. We're going to wear our masks. We're going to, you know, so we practice our social distancing and whatnot. Okay, so on Easter Sunday, <coughs> excuse me, 
Um, I try and give you time to go with your family or your friends or whoever you like to celebrate Easter with in the daytime. A lot of people do their, their Easter's like about 2 o'clock or they go to service with somebody else and then have their little lunch at 2 o'clock or whatever. So this gives you enough time to do that if you want to. You can bring them along here if you want to afterwards or you can bring them all here the whole time, whatever you want to do. I'd love to have more people here, so please bring them along. But at uh, 4.30 p.m. we're going to start. 4.30 p.m. on Easter Sunday we'll have an Easter egg hunt. An Easter egg hunt. The Bishop's Easter egg hunt. You want to come check that out. It'll be a lot of fun. Okay? Then promptly at 5.30 p.m., we'll have the Easter service and round table. 5.30 p.m. We have to do this keep on schedule, folks. So we'll stay on schedule for 5.30 p.m. on Easter Sunday. Uh, following uh, that, we will have the Easter reception at 7 p.m. Um, there'll be light hors d'oeuvres and coffee served. Okay? So if you've got leftovers at home, you'll be able to eat those later on for dinner. Okay? All right. There you go. That's the schedule for Holy Week and Easter Sunday. And guess what? That puts an end to our announcements for this week. Okay, we made it through it. So let's go ahead and rise for our dismissal. Wherever you are, whoever you are, never forget you are God's community. Share God's enduring love this week. Whoever you are, wherever you might be, know always that Christ is alive in you. Share Christ's enduring light into the shadows of uncertainty this week. Now in this moment, and in every moment to come, remember you are gifted by the Spirit. Share those gifts of grace, of hope, of justice, and of peace with everyone you meet this week. May the blessing of Almighty God the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Go now in peace to love and serve God. Oh, come on. Can you start over again? You think you're doing that? I don't know. <laughs> Got it. 